Welcome to today's broadcast, The Beauty of Grace. I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. And today I want to talk about Jesus loves intimacy. Now, what does that look like to you? When you think of intimacy, especially for me, and that's a really hard, hard thing, because intimacy means into me and me into you. And so I think about what Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30 says. He says, come to me, all you who are laboring are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, and I'm, I'm gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now I want you to understand, Jesus had to save you when, he, when you ask him, but he chose to love you even before you ask him. Now what a remarkable parallel that is, that he had to save you when you asked, but he chose to love you before you even asked. And so when I think about, he said, all you are, are labor and heavy laden, I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I'm gentle and I'm lowly in heart and you'll find rest for your souls. Now, I want you to think about this just a moment. How many people are dealing with their minds? How many of our people are going through anxiety and panic attacks and depression and taking all kinds of medications to bring some peace into their mind and bringing some rest into their soulish man? And he said, if you'll, if you'll come and take my yoke upon you and learn from me, I, I'll give you rest for your souls because my yoke is easy and my burdens are light. In John 15 and 16, he made a statement that really speaks to me. And he said, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he'll give it to you. Now, when we think about intimacy, we think about intimacy with our wife. Most men think about sex. And that, that is a part of intimacy, but intimacy is much deeper than, than a sexual relationship. Intimacy is about us spending time and getting to know the thing that moves the person. See, I love that word joined together or glued. That means that they're so close together that you can't tell where one begins and the other ends. Now, what a remarkable thing that is that when Jesus was on the earth, he said, man, you don't understand. Because if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And you can't tell any difference in me and the Father. So where you can't tell where the Father ends and I begin or where I end and the Father begins. And what a remarkable thing it is to know today that you and I have that intimacy with Jesus to where you can't tell where we end and where we begin. Now, I want you to think about it just a minute. The only thing that Jesus compared to Christ and the church was a husband and his wife. Now, what powerful revelation that is when we begin to understand the greatness of marriage, the greatness of being opportunity to have love in your life that's beyond anything you can imagine. See, everybody's looking for love, but we don't know how to receive it. Everybody's desiring to be loved, but love, our love has conditions on it. Jesus says love has no conditions. It's unconditional. It's not based on a feeling. It's not based on a, a circumstance. It's based on a decision that he made before the foundation of the world that you love. And, and so when I think about what love looks like and what intimacy looks like between a marriage, I, I believe that men immediately go to sex. And, and, and we got to get past that and begin to understand that there's more to it than that. That's a part of a relationship. But intimacy is getting to know what moves that person that you're spending your life with, what their desires are, what, what moves them to the point of, of reception, what moves them, what's the driving force. You know, I Ask couples all the time, what's your spouse's favorite food or what's their favorite color? And 
85% can't ever tell me because they have no desire to know anything about that person past where they are. See, I believe that you fall in love with the person you marry deeper and deeper every day as you begin to discover things about them that you don't know. See, I believe that that our spouse needs to be our best friend, our most intimate person. You, that's the person you need to put before everything else in your life, whether it's your ministry or whether it's your, your job or whether it's your finances. And I know we need all those things to function, but I'm telling you, if there's ever been a time in this world that there's a crisis in marriage, and I believe the number one thing is because we don't know each other. We fail in, mar- in love, what we call love, but we really don't know what love is until you understand Him. Jesus said in John thirteen thirty four that I've given you a new commandment, that you love one another as I've loved you. So until you can experience His love, you can't love back. See, buying gifts doesn't mean you love. Telling somebody you love them doesn't mean you love them. Love is consistently giving. Love doesn't keep in a record of the wrong that's been done to it. Love is not envious. Love is not strifeful. Love is, is not puffed up. Love is not arrogant. Love is continuously loving regardless of what's being felt in the opposite direction. And see, genuine, you ever hugged anybody and they hugged you and you knew they genuinely loved you? You could feel the love on them and then you hug some people that you knew it was mechanical and it wasn't real. It was kind of robotic and it, it had no significance to you. didn't stick to you, but then some people grabbed you and it, it's like it went through you from the very being of who you were. See, that's the genuine love that I'm talking about. That's the intimacy of what God had planned for a marriage a relationship is a love that's overwhelming, a love that stands beyond the point of time and, and exists beyond conditions and circumstances, but that loves because they receive love. And so when we receive Jesus' love, we can pour love out. See, that is the beauty of grace.